Hello, this is Laura Camacho, the communication coach at Mixonian Institute, and this is the Speak Up podcast where we talk about the conversations that you want to be having to move your career forward. And this is episode number 92. And a lot of times I have an interview, but today it's kind of a aha moment that I've had based on several conversations with different companies, different sizes, different industries. And yet it's almost like Groundhog Day and that I feel like the conversation that always starts out with a talk about leader communication or team communication and communication skills. And then it evolves into something about internal communications, like the broader topic. So the title for this, the official title is, Is Your Internal Communications Impacting Like Beige Wallpaper? So when I say internal communications, I'm really talking about the flow of information because so many times people feel outside the loop, especially if you have multiple locations and even more especially if you have remote workers, which today in 2019 is almost everybody. So I want to give you some ideas to uh, for you to ponder and maybe execute on. And, and I think this is going to be one of several conversations about internal communications because literally in the last three weeks, I must have had 10 conversations. And none of them started off as in conversations about this topic. It just evolved. First of all, one topic that I introduced earlier this year was how the ability and the facility of having those difficult conversations is a reflection of your company's culture. And that idea is also fueled by the hit book, um, Radical Candor. I've heard it referenced in, in so many conversations. It's written by this woman who used to work at Google. I don't remember her name. But Radical Candor is a great book. And it really talks about, it's a talking about internal communications, but without really using that word. But not about giving feedback, about receiving feedback, about encouraging dissension, healthy conflict, trying to get away from groupthink, from alienation, from people not speaking up. And all of these things would reflect your level of engagement and the health level of your culture. So we want to have good information flows down, but we also want to have venues and opportunities for anyone to speak up, to stop the production if necessary, to flag an issue, and yet you don't want to encourage some big whining festival either. So normally most uh, companies focus on downward communication. It's a lot easier, even though with our organizations becoming more matrix organized instead of hierarchical that's also becoming a little bit confusing but think about your all hands and maybe there's a company newsletter maybe there's an intranet think these are communication channels people use to to funnel information from the top down and it's generally imperfect but if you keep at it enough. I know I think Boeing is a company that has like its own TV channel. Like you can be in their break room and be watching Boeing TV. And uh, 
there's just, you know, different companies have different ways of dealing with this. And I'm going to give you some examples. But the bottom line is that if you're a leader today in any kind of industry, no matter what your background, whether it's finance or operations or HR or strategy, you really need to have uh, the role of an executive public relations person, the role of a communication coach, and the role of an event planner, like you don't have enough to do already. Because your public relations, public relations is all about uh, building relationships and getting people, other people to talk about what you want them to talk about. And if you think about, we're using the uh, communications analogy, most internal communications are, not, are like paid advertisements. Like we have this, or all hands meeting is an event, but again, it's one directional usually. Or we have this newsletter, or we have this product, this information product put out, polished, and that's kind of like, think of that like television advertising, and nobody watches TV anymore. So how can you augment that? How can you develop those relationships, uh, especially with people in different levels of the organization? And then event planner, because you are going to have to schedule events to to give people the opportunity to skip levels. And that, that's something that uh, one of my clients in Charleston, they have meetings called skip levels, where, and again, it's structured, it's consistent, where you get to talk to the boss of your boss or the boss of your boss of your boss. That's just one example. I'm going to give you several examples. But the point is that everybody needs to hear from leadership on a frequent basis, I would say weekly. They need to know um, what do you want, what does the top leadership want them to be thinking about, like which goals or which priorities or which initiatives? What do you want them talking about? And what are the priorities in this moment? Because they could have changed. So you want to have that kind of information flowing down. And then the information you want flowing up are flagging issues because the people in the front lines are seeing things that the top leadership, even the middle leadership, is not. So David Noel was the former, he used to be, the head of internal communication at SoundCloud. And they have more than 300 employees, which is not a huge number, but it's pretty big. They had four offices in four different time zones. And he came up with the idea and implemented something called open houses. So it, it's like a, it's like what it says. It's an open house where you're going to come. But the thing that he made it that made it more effective was that each open house would have a theme according to the priorities of the company. So it could be like a certain feature, a certain initiative, uh, could be diversity, inclusiveness, or it could be safety. But there would be one theme that people could discuss and the, the company committed to take action on employee suggestions and complaints, even though that might mean, you know, reallocation of resources or basically in the end more work and more resources. So that's, that's the establishment of a different event type. So the open house and anybody can organize an open house and they can decide the topic get permission set the time and people come and and then another thing about the open houses is that 
if you're visiting a different office, so those of you who oversee people in different geographic locations, you might attend an open house in these other locations to hear what people are talking about. So the, the themed open house is kind of like an all hands, but it's, a, but it's only around one topic. It's around one topic. So the people interested in that topic will come and their other people will not come. So that's an event that is planned by the leadership. A variation of that idea is a company called URX. That's a tech company. And uh, the man's name was John Mil Milinovich. And he would come up with contrarian open houses where people came with the express purposes of presenting dissenting views to the status quo or to really hash out an argument or hash out things, you know, to present, to come armed and prepared to discuss things and not just say, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. So it's really a way of soliciting constructive feedback that you can act upon. So you have your themed open house or you can have your contrarian open house or contrarian office hours where, you know, once a week for one hour or two, your office is open for anyone to come and question you or challenge you, red flag an issue. So you're coming, so you're being again a little bit of an event planner, a little bit of a PR person by hosting this open house, this contrarian open house. So we've got the open house or the office hours. I just want to sum up what I've been saying, that the, the contemporary, the effective leader right now needs to be a communications person also, at least a part-time PR person by developing key relationships, giving them talking points, by being a communication coach, encouraging your people to have better, more effective, more productive conversations down the, down the stream, to be an event planner, to think about how can we schedule open houses or office hours or some way. It's a little bit, it's like a more involved suggestion box because it's easy to anonymously write something down on a piece of paper, but then when you talk about it with a person face-to-face, -face, you've literally got to have more skin in the game. So, so if you want your internal communications to be more impactful than beige wallpaper, which was the most boring comparison I could think of, that's it. You got to be PR pro, communication coach, and event planner. And I, at McSodian Institute, I'm, I'm working on developing a, a certification program where companies can send people to get training on this. Because if you're an engineer, you don't, you have not been trained on this. If you're a scientist or a human resources person, you might have had some communication courses, some courses on feedback. But because of the technology, because of the people not being in this, when you are not working in the same location, you are losing opportunities to communicate and those have to be compensated for intentionally. There has to be more structure in the managing of the communication with your remote, remote workforce. So I'm gonna leave it at that. I hope you've got some ideas to think about. Please contact me if you wanna have a conversation about this, implementing this at your company 
or um, I've got some articles I'll put in the notes that you can read that uh, flesh out these ideas as, as they were implemented at other companies. But trust me, moving forward, like thinking into your planning for the rest of this year and into 2020, you need to make your internal communications more of a priority if you want to have to keep your workers, keep employees engaged, keep the health, the culture healthy. Internal communications is a must priority. So that's it for today. Until the next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.